This is the day the Lord has made. Thank you for joining us in worship today. We praise God for you and however you're listening. We pray the message you receive will allow you to strengthen your relationship in Christ and build his kingdom as we seek God, shape lives, and serve the world. Hallowed be thy name. What an awesome God we serve. He continues to bless us, guide us, and direct us. Thank you, Sister Maxine Brown-Jones. God bless you. Thank you so much for being blessing. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you to our choir. Thank you for all who've done everything they could to make this such a wonderful experience on tonight. Again, we say to God be the glory. Thank you all for coming and being here and sharing with us on tonight. Good to see our deacons, our deaconesses, and everybody who's just done, our ushers, and choir, everybody. Thank God for you, for you pressing your way to be here that we could give God the praise, the honor, and the glory on this, our last communion of 2023. To God be the glory. Let's turn to our scripture of tonight, Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Hallowed be thy name. Matthew 5 and 16. And it reads, In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Again, in the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Let us pray. God, our creator, sustainer, redeemer, we ask now in a very special way that you would open our minds that we may understand, our ears that we may hear, our hearts that we might believe, that we might do the work you've called us to do for such a time as this. Thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. Now speak, Holy Ghost, speak. We give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory. Have your way, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that others may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Our subject for tonight, turn on the light. Turn on the light. When we look all around us, we can see that there's plenty of sadness, plenty of things to dishearten us. Uh, we actually live in a darkened world. Bad news after bad news, after bad news. Someone once said, if it wasn't for bad news, there would be no news at all. Sometimes we get in a slump. We run low on hope. We run low on optimism. We run low on good thoughts. People who you trust let you down. People who owe you money just won't pay you. People who you thought would forgive you don't. People who you thought really, really cared actually don't. It could make a person get stressed. It could make a person be very, very depressed. It's dark and getting darker. So what is a person to do? How do we get out of the darkness? I just want to suggest to you, in this world, all we have to do 
is turn on the light. Turn on the light. I've done this before. I don't know if you've ever done this before. There are people who have been sitting in a room working, doing some things, and it was daylight when they started working, and it started getting darker and darker, and they started working in the room. And when you walked into the room, you realized they were sitting in a darkened room, still thinking that they could see and doing what they were doing. And you walked into the light, and you realized everybody was sitting in darkness, and they started complaining about that they couldn't see. And when they were talking about they couldn't see, you just asked, the one simple question, why are you in the dark? Why don't somebody turn on the light? It was just flipping a switch. It's easy sometimes to just do what everybody else is doing. But know this tonight. You don't ever have to be in or live in darkness. <laughs> you have the power you have everything it takes to turn the situation you're in around. You can merely just turn on the light. Seeing that we all would rather live in light, let's look at what it takes for us who live in a darkened world to turn on the light. First, we must realize the source of light is not us. Yeah. Jesus says in Matthew 5, 16, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Jesus says it's your light, but, and it is, even though it's your light, you're not the primary source of the light. Yeah, even though Jesus says in Matthew 5, 14, you are the light of the world, a city set on a hill cannot be hidden. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world, but you are not the source of the light. Let, let, let me explain. Let me explain. The moon gives off a great light, especially when it's a full moon. It lights up everything, especially when it's really dark. The moon has a great effect on the planet Earth. The institution of, of, the institution of physics states if the moon were to suddenly vanish, like in a sci-fi movie, our nights, wouldn't be, our nights wouldn't be darker or, or our world would be radically changed. Though at first, it would be hard to spot the difference. In most immediate effects of a post-moon world would be kind of small. But from a human point of view, they state, weaker tides would make fishing for sea life that lives on or near the shore more difficult. Fishing would be more difficult. Keep that in your mind. Fishing would be more difficult as these marine animals move accordingly to the movements of the tide. And it could also wipe out the sport of surfing. Those surfers rely on breaking waves for the fun, which are the result of how winds interact with waves at the beach. They would follow the tides, the tide times and this because many surfers think our incoming tide pushes more water towards the beach to make larger waves. Only recently, they say, have these surfers proved right about this phenomenon. So we now know that in a moonless world, big waves surfing would end. So wiping out the moon would certainly have some good, bad, and ugly consequences straight away. The biggest impact would take time to manifest Establishing the Earth's rotation. Today, Earth's axis is tilted at 23.4 degrees with respect to our orbit around the sun. But 
There was a slight wobble in the spin cycle. The wobble is like the one you see when spinning top, slowly making the tip trace a circle as the toy spins rapidly around. For the Earth, it is rather slow wobble, taking around 26,000 years to make a full circle. It's also quite gentle, moving the Earth's axis by just 2.4 degrees. But without the moon to establish it, the wobble would become more erratic and extreme. Sometimes the Earth's axis will point straight up and down at right angles as the Earth orbits the sun. I'm getting there. In this scenario, seasons would be a thing of the past, and night and day would be equally long all year long. At other times, the Earth would tilt all the way over and lie on its side in relation to the orbit around the sun. This would mean the poles would be burning hot and the equator would be freezing cold. In effect, removing the moon would spell extreme climate change. There would be huge differences between temperatures and daylight throughout the year, and ice ages would hit different parts of the world every few thousand years. What I'm saying is the Earth needs the moon to survive. The Earth needs the moon for the very essence of life as we know it. It would be total chaos if there was no moon. We thank God for the moon and for moonlight, even though the moon actually has no light. The moon's light comes from the sun. If there was no sunlight, there would be no moonlight. I have to stop right there to make sure you agree with me. If there was no sunlight, you agree, there would be no moonlight. Yes, yes, the moon reflects the sun. If there was no sun, there would be no need for a moon. Having no moon is bad, but having no sun is unimaginable. Can you imagine no sun, no light, no life, total darkness? Our world depends on the sun and the moon. Let me say it again. Our world, our earth depends on the sun and the moon. Can you agree with me that we need the sun and the moon? To be honest, we need light. We need sunlight and moonlight. However, again, the moon has no light without the sun. The moonlight that we see is merely a reflection of the light that comes from the sun. I'm just about done. All I'm saying is we, at the very, we are very much akin to the moon. The light we have is our light, but our light comes from the sun. Yeah, the S-O-N, the sun that died that we might live. When the sun shines on us, we reflect his light through our life and we turn the light on in every situation. Yeah, the second point is, even though you didn't create the light, we need to reflect the light. Yeah, reflect the light. The word of God says, let your light shine. Matthew 5, 16 says, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. When I say your light, I mean reflect the light that shines on you. That's his light. There's a song that says, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Everywhere I go, I'm going to let it shine. One verse I like, it says, Jesus gave it to me. 
I'm going to let it shine. In my daily life, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. You become a light. Your life becomes a light to those who are in darkness. Your life becomes a light to those who are living in darkness. You make the difference in other people's lives. Minister George just talked about it. Reverend George talked about it earlier. Parents make a difference. Coaches, teachers, principals, friends, family, classmates, bus drivers, janitors, others who impact our lives, they make a difference. There are so many people who do their best to help us see. There are so many people who do their best to help us to see light in a darkened world. You are the light and have the light. Let your light shine. Don't be afraid to allow the goodness in you to come out. Shine brightly right where you are. You may not be exactly where you want to be, but be the best you can be right where you are. Speak up. Look up. Live up to those expectations placed upon you. Again, Matthew 5, 16. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Lastly, your light. Lastly, last point. Your light shines best in darkness. We have a light not because we've been so good. We have a light not because we're so righteous. We have a light not because we're members of First African Baptist Church. We have a light not because we've said the right things or even done the right things. But we have a light contrary to what we have done. We have a light contrary of the things we have said. We have a light contrary of how we've acted down through the years. We have a light even though we've sinned. And the Bible says all have sinned and come short. And the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. God loves us so much. The word teaches us in John 3.16 that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Verse 17, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. God loves us so much, and by faith we come to know who he is. Romans 5, 1 through 8 states, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we rejoice in the hope of glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance. And endurance produces character. And character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame. Because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Mm. Understanding God loves us so much that when we accept him as our Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit dwells within us and then allows us to be more of what God has called us to be. We can do the work God has called us to do. We have spiritual gifts and gifted so we use the gift that God has given us not just on Sunday but every day of the week we use the gifts God has given us so we can what we talk about building and edifying the body of Christ that means building up the body of Christ that means others coming to know who God is because of your love because of the grace and it's not particularly your love your grace it's a reflection of the love and grace of our Lord and Savior yes, Lord. this verse continues and says for while we were still weak 
at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one would scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Wow. Notice how much God loves us in spite of us. Put the light, the God, the light that God has given unto you. Go ahead and allow it to light up a world. The world needs our light. The world needs light that God has placed in you. So, let your light shine. There's another team, not just our team that made it to the Elite Eight. Not just our team that's sitting here now that played against a team at the time that they played was ranked number one. Jenkins was ranked number eight. But there's another team that was uh-huh, ranked number one that played, that played a team that was ranked number eight. You, you can see that a number eight seed can beat a number one seed. But as everybody looked at the University of Georgia and was talking about what a great loss this was for them, there were many fans that were devastated. There were many folk that didn't know which way to turn and just got real upset and just said, oh, man, if they had done this, if they had done that, it must be because of this. The reps cheated and all this kind of thing. I just want to just read words of one of the players, Brock Bowers, who tweeted this. And I want us to hear this on today. And I'm done. I, I want to hear what, 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 he, what he sent out this morning. He said this about University of Georgia's game on yesterday. He said, you want tears? It won't happen at the University of Georgia. You want injury excuses? You won't find that, you won't find that in Athens. We're better than that. Some days, you just get outplayed. But in a sport like this, and from a culture like Georgia's, you realize that failure is just an opportunity to better yourself. It is not what defines you. Perfection is a myth. And the hard road to improvement, that's the truth. And that is not something we shy away from in the Bulldog Nation. So today was not a loss. You just angered a sleeping dog. <laughs> what I'm saying to us, and he even quoted this text that I read for you earlier. It says, not Romans 5, 3, and 4. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings. Hear today. Knowing that suffering produces endurance. Endurance produces character. And character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame. Notice how much God loves us. All of us go through things. All of us have disappointments in life. But out of all the disappointments we have in life, we need to recognize we still have a light. We still have a light. And all we have to do is turn on the light. Reflect the light. The light that loved us so much that even though we've sinned and come short, this light that came through 40 and two generations went about doing good. Even out all the good Jesus did, folk talked about him, ridiculed him, called him everything but a child of God. 
But do you see how he was focused on doing the things that he had to do? So the end result could be the end result that we know we have throughout eternity. Can you see them when they accused him and they arrested him? They took him from judgment hall to judgment hall. They whipped him all night long for you and for me. Can you see how they marched him up to Golgotha's hills and put nails in his hands, nails in his feet, crowned thorns on his head? Can you see our Lord and Savior died on the cross for all of our sins? The Bible says, and while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We got to tell the Lord, thank you. He died that we might live. He died that we might have life everlasting. They placed him in a borrowed tomb. He stayed there all night Friday, stayed there all day Saturday, stayed there all night Saturday night. But early on that Sunday morning, he got up from the grave with power, power over the grave. Victory over death. He ascended into heaven and sent back the Holy Spirit, who is our witness, who lives in us, who's a reflection of the light, who lives in us. We can have joy in the midst of sorrow. We can have peace in the midst of confusion. We can have everything that we need because God has placed that within us through the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We come tonight to celebrate what God has done in the person of Jesus. We come to remember how much he loves us, how much he cares for us. We come to say, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we love you. There may be those tonight who are saying, you know, I need this Lord in my life. I need the Lord in my life. There may be those who are online who are saying right now, I need to accept him into my life on tonight. If you're here tonight, we'll give you an opportunity. Listen, if you want the Lord in your life, all you have to do is pray a prayer. You have just said, you know, yeah, I've seen I messed up, but I'm so grateful to God that on tonight I want to receive him into my life. There's a prayer that we pray. And you can pray this prayer after me to receive him into your life. You can pray this prayer. That God can come to your life. It's a simple prayer, but it includes, I realize I've sinned and come short. But because of that realization, I know I need the Lord in my life to guide me, to direct me, to save me. If you want to accept the Lord right now, you can repeat this prayer to me. It says, Father God, I have sinned. I have not been all I should be. I am sorry for my sins. I want to turn from my sins. I believe in my heart Jesus died for my sins and rose from the grave I'm willing to trust you God all the days of my life Holy Spirit come into my life help me to be what you want me to be I will tell others that you saved me thank you God for saving me in Jesus name I pray amen and amen if you're online and you accepted Christ, please type in the word save, type in save at the number you see online. Others, if you're here on tonight and you accepted Christ and yet you would like to also become a member of First African Baptist Church, just give you an opportunity to walk down the aisles, give us your hand, give God your heart. Won't you come? Thank you, Lord. In appreciation again for our those are guests who come from Jenkins High and their parents and all. Uh, we just want to say to um, to Coach, Coach Welch, we just want to say we appreciate you. Thank you all for coming. That That's for you. All right? So you, you might could get you a, a, what do you call it? Sprite. Yeah. Yeah, get your Sprite. Amen. Amen. And, and, for, and for the team and for all of um parents and guests who are, who are with us today. We have refreshments downstairs for you to get part of refreshments. Now, also I have the opportunity 
to um, work with Grand Canyon University and um, the seniors, any seniors who have at least a 2.8 GPA can actually fly to Phoenix, Arizona just to go see the campus. You ain't telling them I said you have to be interested. But I say it, you want to go see the campus. And that's all you have to do. I got to sign your name. We get waivers from your parents. And also we get um, uh, something from the guidance counselors. And also those are just for the seniors with the 2.8 or better. Again, thank you all for being with us. Thank everybody. We thank God for every last one of you. We give God all the praise and honor the glory. Let us pray. God, we thank you. We love you. We adore you. Thank you for the eyes of seeing, the ears of heard, our hearts have felt. Now we ask God that you will go with us, that we will turn on the light everywhere we go, that others may see our good works and give you glory. Now we ask that the grace of God, the love of Jesus, and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit would rest, rule, and abide with us now, henceforth, and forevermore. Let the people of God say amen, amen. and praise God. To those young men who came. Remain connected to us as we build God's kingdom together. Join us on Facebook at the historic First African Baptist Church and our website, firstafricanbc.com. You may also contribute through an app called Givelify, G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y. May God bless you and thank you for worshiping with us.